Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Friday, February 25th, 2022. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, BTC is at $38,547.63, up 4.56%. Ethereum at number two, $2,627.32, up 2.63%. Tether at number three, $1. BNB at number four, $362.89, down 0.33%. At number five, USD coin, 99 cents. XRP at number six, 69 cents, down 0.31%. At number seven, Cardano, 85 cents, down 0.88%. Solana at number eight, $88.67, up 4.69%. Terra at number nine, $64.90, up 10.87%. And last but not least, Avalanche at number 10, $76.36, up 3.54%. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So what we got today is fear at 27. Yesterday was extreme fear at 23. Last week was fear at 30. And last month was extreme fear at 23. Let's take a look at our five articles today. Article number one is... Bitcoin donations to the Ukrainian military are soaring as Russia invades. Article 2, Ukraine Central Bank suspends use of electronic money following Russian invasion. Article number 3, stablecoins gain as Bitcoin, Ether fall after Russia invades Ukraine. Article 4, crypto sees $242 million in liquidations within hours amid Russia-Ukraine crisis. And last but not least, the main topic today is Ethereum is neutral, but I am not. Russian-born Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin blasts Putin for Ukraine invasion as crypto nose dives. All right, before we get into the articles, just want to say thank you so much to all my supporters. Again, if you have any family or friends that are interested in unbiased crypto news, you can send them my way to Dave's Daily Crypto Take on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And if in the YouTube space, you can like, share, and subscribe. It does help me out greatly. Okay, let's get into it. Article number one is Bitcoin donations to the Ukrainian military are soaring as Russia invades. Two key points in this article. Number one, Bitcoin donations to the Ukrainian army are soaring after Moscow launched a large-scale offensive against Ukraine early Thursday. Two, new data from blockchain analytics firm Elliptic shows that over a 12-hour window, nearly $400,000 in Bitcoin was donated to Come Back Alive, a Ukrainian NGO providing support to Ukraine's armed forces. Bitcoin donations to the Ukrainian army are soaring after Moscow launched a large-scale offensive against Ukraine early Thursday. New data from uh, blockchain analytics firm Elliptic shows that over a 12-hour window Thursday, nearly $400,000 in Bitcoin was donated to Come Back Alive, a Ukrainian non-governmental organization providing support to the armed forces. The fresh round of crypto donations capitalizes on a trend seen in recent weeks in which donations totaling hundreds of thousands of dollars have flooded into Ukrainian NGOs and volunteer groups working to save off a Russian offensive, according to Elliptic. Activists have deployed the crypto for a variety of purposes, including equipping the Ukrainian army with military equipment, medical supplies, and drones, as well as funding the development of a facial recognition app designed to identify if someone is a Russian mercenary or spy. Cryptocurrency is increasingly being used to crowdfund war with the tacit approval of governments, said Tom Robinson, chief scientist of Elliptic, which sells blockchain analytics tools to banks and cryptocurrency platforms. 
Borderless and censorship proof volunteer groups have long augmented the work of Ukraine's military by offering additional resources and manpower. When pro-Russian Ukrainian President Viktor Yanukovych was ousted in 2014, for example, volunteers stepped up to support protesters. Typically, these organizations receive funds from private donors via bank wires or payment apps. Cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin have become more popular, however, since they allow them to bypass financial institutions that might block payments to Ukraine, volunteer groups and NGOs have collectively raised over a million dollars in cryptocurrency, according to Cryptic. Though that number appears to be quickly moving higher as donations come to in amid Russia's newly launched offensive. Come Back Alive, which was accepted cryptocurrency since 2018, provides the military with equipment, training services, and medical supplies. Another group, the Ukrainian Cyber Alliance, has received close to $100,000 in Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ether, and a mix of stablecoins over the last year. Since 2016, Alliance activists have engaged in cyber attacks against Russian targets, says Elliptic. On the other side, pro-Russian separatists have been raising funds in Bitcoin since the early days of the conflict. London-based fintech data analyst Boaz Sobrado tells CNBC that some Russian officials mentioned they weren't shutting off opposition bank accounts for fear they'd push them into crypto fundraising, which is a lot harder to monitor. Sobrado said there is a long history of crypto fundraising for controversial causes, from WikiLeaks to Russian opposition politician Alexei Navalny, who has also been raising funds in Bitcoin. Ukraine has also taken steps to embrace cryptocurrencies at a national level. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and the parliament recently reached common ground on a law that legalizes and regulates cryptocurrency. The measure goes a long way toward elevating crypto out of a long legal gray area which it currently sits, though it doesn't go as far as the law in El Salvador, which adopted Bitcoin as a legal tender in September. On an official state visit to the U.S. in August 2021, Zelensky spoke of Ukraine's building and budding legal innovative market for virtual assets as a selling point for investment. And Minister of Digital Transformation Mikhailo Fedorov said the country was modernizing its payment market so that its national bank would be able to issue digital currency. War with Russia, however, could render all those plans moot. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about this article? Bitcoin donations to the Ukrainian military are soaring as Russia invades. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, article number two. Ukraine central bank suspends use of electronic money following Russian invasion. The ban is one of several restrictions imposed by the National Bank of Ukraine on the opposition of martial law in the country. Ukraine central bank banned the issuance of electronic money and replenishment of electronic wallets following the invasion by Russia. The National Bank of Ukraine announced a large and range of resolutions on Thursday in connection with martial law now throughout the country. Among them, the bank ordered to suspend e-money issuers, replenish e-wallets with e-money, and distribute e-money to e-money issuing banks. In this context, e-money most likely refers to fiat currency in digital form, such as that held in a PayPal account or Cash App digital bank. It is unclear whether this extends to crypto or other digital currencies last year. The central bank was granted permission to issue a central bank digital currency, CBDC. The orders also suspend the foreign exchange market limit withdrawals from consumers' bank accounts and forbid the withdrawal of foreign currency from customer accounts. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about this article? Ukraine central bank suspends use of electronic money following Russian invasion. 
comment down below and let me know what you guys think. Okay, article number three. Stablecoins gain as Bitcoin, Ether fall after Russia invades Ukraine. Stablecoins, which are virtual tokens pegged to traditional currencies such as the US dollar, held gains on Thursday in the midst of a sell-off in risk assets such as stocks and Bitcoin after Russia launched a full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Most stablecoins were slightly higher on the day. Their market capitalization was up 0.3% at $182.5 billion. According to cryptocurrency data tracker CoinMarketCap.com, its daily trading volume, though, surged 75% to $108.1 billion. In contrast, both Bitcoin and Ether dropped to one-month lows. Bitcoin was last down 3.1% at $36,121, while Ether slid 4.1% to $2,475 following Russia's invasion. Ukrainian forces battled Russian invaders around nearly all of the country's perimeter on Thursday after Moscow mounted a mass assault by land, sea, and air in the biggest attack on a European state since World War II. You have a risk-off environment that's been happening for months now, and in some ways has increased the demand for digital dollars. And so we've certainly seen into the end of last year and through today pretty significantly growth in demand for USDC, said Jeremy Allaire, co-founder and chief executive officer of Circle, referring to the stablecoin USD coin pegged to the US dollar on a one-to-one basis. USD coin was up 0.1% at a dollar. Coin market cap data show some of the biggest stablecoin gainers were Fay USD, a stablecoin in the decentralized finance space, which was up 1.2%, USD, which rose 1.4%. While stablecoins have a much tighter range and less volatility than other crypto assets, in reality, their supply is limited, said Joe Dispakel, chief executive officer at Bitbull Capital, which manages crypto funds. When there is a spike in demand for assets like USDC on exchanges, it's possible to see their value go up for a fraction of a percent, as we've seen in the last 24 hours, he added. The Russian invasion has dampened the notion that Bitcoin is a safe haven, analysts said. In fact, the world's largest cryptocurrency has behaved more like a risk asset. Since the beginning of the year, when Russia-Ukraine crisis started percolating, Bitcoin has lost 22% of its value against the dollar. Investors have flocked to treasuries and the US dollar and even gold. The asset has been compared to Bitcoin. The benchmark U.S. Treasury yield fell about four basis points to 1.9425% as prices rose, while the dollar index rose to its highest since late June 2020. It was late last up 1.2% at 97.382%. And gold surged to its highest since September 2020. It's last changed at $1,922, up 0.8%. So there you guys have it. Stablecoins gain as Bitcoin Ether fall after Russia invades Ukraine. Let me know what you guys think. Comment down below. All right. Before we get into the next round of articles, just want to say thank you so much. I've been looking at the analytics and I see a lot of interest in Europe. So thank you so much to all my German fans, all my UK fans, Spain, and also French fans. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, If you guys do have any friends, please remember, Dave's Daily Crypto Take on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on the YouTube space, like, share, and subscribe. All right, let's keep on going. Article number four. Crypto sees $242 million in liquidations within hours amid Russia-Ukraine crisis. Global markets faltered as Russia started a special military operation in Ukraine, causing a drastic drop in crypto markets. 
Crypto markets saw over $242 million in liquidations in early Asian hours as markets reacted to Russian troops moving further into Ukraine in what Russia President Vladimir Putin called a special military option. Bitcoin tracked futures saw $72 million in liquidations, the most among all cryptocurrencies, followed by Ether futures at $70 million. All coin tracked futures saw comparatively lesser liquidations than Bitcoin and Ether. With losses on Solana Sol, futures reaching $6.46 million, XRP futures reaching $5.18 million, and Dogecoin's Doge futures reaching $6.81 million. Liquidations in the crypto market happen when a trader has insufficient funds to fund a margin call or a call for extra collateral demand by the exchange to keep the trading position funded. They're especially common in high-risk trading due to the high volatility of assets. It occurs in both margins and futures trading. Thursday morning's moves uh, contributed to over $411 million in liquidations over the past 24 hours. Some 114,700 traders were liquidated, with the largest single liquidation order occurring on OKX, a link trade valued at over $3.21 million. Crypto exchange OKX saw the highest liquidations at $73 million, followed by Binance's $48 million and Bybit's $24 million. Over 87% of all liquidated traders were long the market or betting on higher prices data from analytics tool CoinGlass shows. The market capitalization of cryptocurrencies plunged nearly 7.8% in early Asian hours. Bitcoin dropped nearly 8%, while stock futures in Asia and Europe were down 1.5% on average. Russia President Vladimir Putin said in an early morning broadcast a special military operation in Ukraine was designed to achieve the demilitarization and dezanification of Ukraine, as reported. So there you guys have it. Crypto seized $242 million in liquidations within hours amid Russia-Ukraine crisis. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right. Last but not least, the main topic today is Ethereum is neutral. But I am not. Russia-born Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin blasts Putin for Ukraine invasion as crypto nose dives. Vitalik Buterin, the Russian-Canadian co-founder of the Ethereum blockchain, condemned Russian President Vladimir Putin on Twitter minutes after Russia announced a special military operation in Ukraine, effectively declaring war on the Eastern European country. On Wednesday evening, Buterin wrote that he was very upset by Putin's decision to abandon peaceful solutions in Russia's dispute with Ukraine and to start a war instead. This is a crime against the Ukrainian and Russian people, he wrote. I want to wish everyone safety and security, even though I know there won't be. Buterin added, reminder, Ethereum is neutral, but I am not. Cryptocurrency prices tumbled after Putin's announcement. On Thursday morning, Bitcoin prices dropped roughly 3.8% to $35,031.86, while Ethereum fell 5.2% to $2,388.98. In the past week, Bitcoin plunged nearly 20%, while Ethereum slumped 22% over mounting Ukraine-Russia tensions, undercutting the theory that cryptocurrency prices can withstand geopolitical events that royal traditional financial markets. Bitcoin's safe haven narrative has almost completely fallen apart as the rising possibility of military conflict and the worsening U.S.-Russia relationship puts the wider financial market in risk aversion mode. Yuya Hasegawa, crypto market analyst at Japanese crypto exchange BitBank, wrote in a Tuesday note. Putin said in his televised speech that Russia's military operations will focus on demilitarizing and denazifying Ukraine. 
our plans do not include occupying Ukrainian territory, the Russian leader claimed. On Wednesday evening, several media outlets such as CNN and Politico reported a steady stream of explosions in several Ukrainian cities, including in the capital city, Kyiv, and the country's second largest city, Kharkiv. Oleski Sorokin, a reporter for Ukrainian outlet, Kyiv Independent tweeted, subways packed, streets also, people are gathering loved ones and trying to flee. Ukraine has also shut down its airspace for civilian flights, citing the high risk to aviation safety given the current situation. The Ukrainian State Air Traffic Services Enterprise announced on its website. Ukraine is one of the few business leaders so far to speak out about Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The Ethereum co-founder earlier this month called on Putin to choose wisely in making a decision on Ukraine. An attack on Ukraine can only harm Russia, Ukraine, and humanity, he wrote on Twitter. Buterin, 28, was born in Russia but immigrated to Canada in 2000. Buterin first became interested in Bitcoin when he was 17. He was intrigued by the decentralized features of the digital asset and how it could empower ordinary people. Power is a zero-sum game, Buterin told Wired in 2016. If you talk about empowering the little guy, you are necessarily disempowering the big guy. And personally, I say screw the big guy, he said. Buterin has also often spoken about philosophy geopolitics, and the use of blockchain technology for what he refers to as public goods, like scientific research, news information, and reducing various risks to humanity. Peterian last year chided uh, Bitcoin maximalists for their uncritical praise of El Salvador President Nayib Bukele, who was pushing for his country to adopt Bitcoin as its legal tender. Making it mandatory for businesses to accept a specific cryptocurrency is contrary to the ideals of freedom that are supposed to be so important to the crypto space, Buterin said at the time. Bukele's attempt to foist Bitcoin on millions of people in El Salvador with almost no attempt at prior education is reckless, said the Ethereum co-founder. So there you guys have it. Ethereum is neutral, but I am not. Russian-born Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin blasts Putin for Ukraine invasion as crypto nose dives. So there you guys have it. Let me know what you guys think about this article and comment down below. Okay, before we head out, let's take a look at the prices one last time before we see BTC is at $38,561, Ethereum $2,631, Tether $1, BNB $365, USD coin, 99 cents, XRP, 69 cents, Cardano, 85 cents, Solana, $89, Terra, $66, and last but not least, Avalanche at $76. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast. Again, this is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Please comment down below and let me know what you guys think. You can catch me on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you're in the YouTube space, like, share, and subscribe. Other than that, I hope you guys have a pleasant and grateful crypto day, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.